Good morning. Uh, before I begin, let me ask you, how many of you are really happy to see me for the second time? If all of you are happy, it means some are lying. Because, you know, we are conditioned not to display our real emotions. So just to, you know, pay the lip service, we say, yes, we are happy. And uh, if I am not intelligent enough, I would believe you. But then if you are not really happy, I am not worried. Why? Because I know during my presentation or after my presentation, you will feel happy. Why? Because emotions are very, very momentary. So those who are happy at the beginning may be unhappy at the end, though I don't wish to be so. Emotions are so momentary. So we have to understand what emotions are and what they do with us and what we do with them. Unless we understand that, we cannot work. So, unless emotions work for us, we cannot work. Am I right? So, are you interested in this? Okay. Shall we proceed? Which of these faces describes you at workplace? When you enter your workplace, are you very happy? No. You are happy because you are away from your workplace. <laughs> Isn't it? You know, one day I was going to the market with my family and I wanted some money so I stopped my car at the ATM center I went to the ATM withdrew some money got back into my car and my little daughter was observing all this and while I was about to ignite my car She asked me a very interesting question. She asked me, Dear Father, Where do you get money? I said, I get money at the ATM center. And then she again asked me, When, when do you get money here? 
I said this is ATM. So you could say it is all time money. I can get it whenever I want. I can withdraw whenever I want. Then my young daughter asked me a very intelligent question. If you get money whenever you want, why do you go for your work? <laughs> this, is, this is a very interesting question. And how life could have been, you know, how wonderful it would have been. You know, had we had this opportunity to withdraw money as much we want and as many times we want, Yes, you have certain needs, maybe physical needs or psychological needs or some other kinds of needs which could be fulfilled with the help of money. So you go to the ATM, withdraw the amount and then feel satisfied and enjoy life. How wonderful would it have been? I liked this fancy, but I could not explain why I work to my daughter. So let me ask you this question, why do you work? Oh, ah yes, somebody said to earn money. <coughs> If we do not get money, will we really work? No. No. But, do we really just for work or just for money? Do we really work just for money? You know, uh, I got a few minutes late here because I had to change the cylinder of my um, kitchen and I thought that was the most important work than delivering a lecture. So I did that first and then you know uh, drove fast to this campus. The first question is you know for buying some uh, buying a cylinder I had to pay money out of my own pocket, you know, and I changed it and I did not get any penny for it. Still I worked. As I said, I uh, was going to a market, you know. So I usually go to market and I spend money. I don't get money back and I work. <coughs> So there are many things in our life, you know, for which we do not get money. Still, still we do that. Am I right? So let us be very clear about what we are going to discuss. Okay, I'll just present you an overview of my presentation. This time I have kept it short, you know. We are going to discuss only a few things. The concept of work, 
the concept of workplace the concept of emotional intelligence and the use of emotional intelligence at work okay these are the things we are going to discuss but let me put a disclaimer at this juncture that this is not an area of my expertise okay i am not a psychologist i am not a biochemist okay so i don't know really the psychology of emotions i don't know what exactly happens in the brain when emotions are triggered okay so i will not be giving you any technical information about emotions and i don't think that technical information is so relevant here why because even psychologists face emotional problems and you must have heard psychologists committing suicide though isn't it they know all about emotions still they cannot handle them you must have seen many doctors addicted to alcohol they know the brain structure they know the physiology still they cannot handle their own emotions so knowledge about emotions is not much important for me knowledge of knowing and handling emotions is important for me so this is a lecture by a non expert so keep this in mind and if you are expert in this field please do correct me whenever you want to okay so that i become emotionally more intelligent now the definition of work i have kept it simple i am not you know interested in any in any theorization of work okay i am just using a simple definition okay this is a dictionary meaning of work what is work it is an activity involving mental or physical efforts done in order to achieve a result and the second definition it is a mental or and physical activity as a means of earning income as a means of employment so do you agree to this definition this is a simple definition no theorization okay working definition of work okay now what is a workplace what is a workplace it is a location where someone works for his or her employer 
a place of employment such a place can range from a home office to a large office building or factory that is a workplace you know many people nowadays work from home so home could also be a workplace and many people work in the factories or in the field or wherever they want to okay if a soldier is you know standing on the border that is a workplace for the soldier okay now what is a work environment workplace is a location but work environment involves some other things what is work environment a location where a task is completed it also involves the physical geographical location as well as the immediate surroundings of the workplace such as a construction site or office building it typically involves other factors relating to the place of employment such as the quality of the air noise level and additional perks and benefits of employment such as free child care or unlimited coffee or adequate parking it could include anything okay that is work environment okay see we are very fortunate that we have a very noble work work of teaching okay where we have a very very um, healthy workplace hygienic workplace you know there are very uh, difficult jobs suppose if you go to a hospital you would find what kind of a workplace is so we have clean air we have you know positive environment suppose somebody is working at the crematory okay what kind of a workplace it is it is a workplace for somebody you know so you must have seen a person you know um, having his lunch when many uh, corpses are entering dead bodies are entering am i right so what kind of a workplace it is so our workplace is comparatively better but i would explain later that it is better but not good enough that is why we have emotional problems it is better but not good enough and it is said the opposite of good is not bad the opposite of good is best the opposite of good is not bad the opposite of good is best so we have good working environment better working environment but perhaps not the best working environment am i right next please
Now the answer to the question why we work. See, I am not subscribing to any particular theory. Okay, I am just choosing some thoughts randomly for my presentation. And I have certain raw thoughts in my mind which I am trying to shape along with you. So, I am thinking aloud. I am not speaking. Okay. There are six reasons why people work. One, that is the first and the foremost, play. Play is enjoyment. People work because they enjoy their work. Okay. So we do our domestic chores, our familial duties, because we, we enjoy them. If I am cleaning my room at home, I am not getting paid for it, but I enjoy. And even, you know, Bill Gates says, you know, he was once asked, you have so much money, so much money, what is the best thing that you do at the end of the day? And he said, well, I like to... Um, wash my plate, <coughs> clean my plate, in which I eat at the end of the day. Can he not get hired people for cleaning his plates? Certainly. Okay. So people work because they enjoy somehow their work. That is one. Second purpose. People have some goals, some purpose in life. Okay. Suppose if teaching is my purpose, I work for it. That is another reason why people work. Third is potential. People have the capacity to do some work, certain work. That is why they don't sit idle, they work. They are self-motivated to work. Okay? So the first three are the internal factors. Enjoyment, purpose, and potential. The last three are the external factors. Emotional pressure. You have some pressure, so you go to your work. Even at work, you have some emotional pressure. You understand? But you cannot not work. Isn't it? You cannot do away with work. And you know, I have an interesting definition of uh, unemployment. What is unemployment for me? Unemployment doesn't mean lack of a job. 
unemployment doesn't mean lack of a job all of us have jobs now so all of us are employed we get we get money for doing or not doing our work okay but suppose if you are doing your work out of just external factors or pressures and you are not really enjoying that work so you don't feel like working or performing that work that is a more dangerous unemployment why why because slowly you are consuming your life without enjoying it slowly you are spending your life without working on it you are continuing your job just for money that is more dangerous and unemployment we work for economic pressures you have a home loan okay you want to stay at home you want to live in your own home that is why you go out of your home to work this is ironic you know one day you want to be at home enjoy your life but you cannot be at home because you have to pay the installments so this is this is ironic last is inertia inertia is idleness some thinkers have said that people are i mean human beings are basically idle that is why they become parasite they depend on others suppose i want some food i don't go to the field i don't work <coughs> i buy it if i want clothes i don't go to the field and grow cotton i don't work in the cotton industry i don't tailor my own clothes i just buy them ready made okay so we have you know channelized our inertia very skillfully by the division of labor other animals they are self dependent if a tiger wants food he has to run after the prey the tiger cannot hire food cannot order pizza isn't it so human beings some think say are basically idle but here inertia means something different inertia means doing the work repeatedly 
without knowing why you are doing it so for us for instance teaching could be inertia we are teaching every day maybe for 10 years or 20 years without knowing why we are teaching okay so these are the six reasons why people work next please okay <clears throat> what happens when we work we have already defined it as a mental and physical activity see there are of uh, three ways we live our life one thinking second feeling and third acting how do we live our life thinking feeling and acting so thoughts feelings and actions shape our life and shape our uh, professional life as well and in our workplace we are involved more in mental activity rather than the physical activity so for us for us mind is more important than the body because we are involved in mental activity okay and you know mind is not problematic mind is not problematic mindset is problematic let me say again our mind is not problematic mindset is problematic how we shape our thoughts and feelings and translate them into action matters next please our world view we all have our own world view and that defines the quality of our thinking feeling and acting and our world view is shaped by so many things gender education culture thinking preferences life experience social economic status and there could also be some other components okay so our world view defines the quality of our thinking feeling and acting okay so we should know why we are working we should know why we are feeling the way we feel 
why we are thinking the way we think and why we are acting the way we act unless we know that work cannot work for us next please now let us be clear about these three things which form our mental life emotion feeling and mood what is an emotion emotion is a is an immediate physiological response to perceived stimulus chemicals released throughout our body that last about 6 seconds this is interesting emotions are so momentary that is why at the beginning i said i am not worried about your emotions why i know they change okay emotions continuously regulate every living cell to adapt to emerging threats and opportunities they provide raw data about the world around us that is essential to our functioning what is an emotion you know one could ask a question why do we really have emotions at all why do we really have emotions at all see emotions help us survive they are part of our alarming system for instance fear you know we usually think that fear is a negative emotion it is not fear is not a negative emotion why it alerts me about what is dangerous for my survival let me give you an example suppose there is a baby in your home and the baby is approaching the fire the baby has you know not experienced fear before okay the baby is approaching the fire and what happens if you do not control the baby the baby will suddenly touch the fire okay and what will happen the moment the baby touches the fire and burns its hand will withdraw the hand through a reflex action okay and the baby would experience fear okay and you know we have our emotional memory if the baby does not remember this yes this is something dangerous for my survival the baby will not survive so fear is not negative we think it is negative 
the problem is we are afraid of fear we are fearful about fear through conditioning so we have emotions which are neither negative nor positive we convert them into negative or positive emotions okay for instance jealousy what do we think jealousy is a negative feeling isn't it anger anger is a negative feeling we think you know but if i am jealous of you why because you are sitting you know very comfortably and i am standing here and working you know for some money if you say i should be jealous of you okay now if this feeling of jealousy is aroused in my mind i should know first of all i should acknowledge that i can be jealous and being jealous is not inhuman that is a very very natural human feeling okay the problem is we want to be jealous of somebody at the same time we feel guilty that yes i am jealous of somebody and that creates a problem okay so emotions are there and we just cannot control the arousal of emotions okay they will be aroused as soon as there is some stimulus but they are momentary okay we have feeling now what is feeling feeling is what we make of these emotions they are longer they stay longer in our mind what are feelings the physical and mental sensations that arise as we internalize emotions feelings are cognitively saturated emotion emotion chemicals feelings are how we begin to make meaning of emotion that was what i was telling they cause us to pay attention and react to the perceived threats or opportunities we are acting on emotional data so it's a kind of a processing of emotions and next is mood what is mood mood is a mix of feelings and emotions as we go through our days a mood is a semi persistent mental physical and emotional state okay so emotions are short feelings stay longer and mood stays even more longer okay next please as i said i am not an expert in biochemistry or um, the brain structure okay but see what happens in our brain you just remember here 
that the emotional brain responds to an event more quickly than the thinking brain okay so feeling could could be a product of thinking brain emotions are natural they are aroused naturally okay i won't dive into the details of this next please now there are some psychologists who say there are four uh, basic emotions or some say there are six or some even say there are more than six i am not going into the details just believe that we live always in some emotional state okay in some emotional continuum in some emotional flux emotional flow okay so so far as we are awake we are in some kind of emotional state we just cannot live without emotions am i right so we have emotions continuously next please this is the structure of mood okay there are several moods next please now let us jump to the emotional intelligence daniel goldman you must have read this book emotional intelligence okay he defines emotional intelligence in this way he thinks there are four main aspects of emotional intelligence you know there are several types of intelligence linguistic intelligence mathematical intelligence physical intelligence musical intelligence and there are some other intelligences okay what is emotional intelligence it comprises four aspects one awareness self awareness if i have some emotions i should be fully aware of what kinds of emotions i have okay many people you know cannot simply know what their emotions are okay so we should be aware of our you know as there is electric fluctuation there is also some emotional fluctuation in our life okay so we need a stabilizer we need a stabilizer and that stabilizer means emotional intelligence okay because we cannot control fluctuation that is external we should know how to stabilize ourselves okay oh self awareness okay self awareness means knowing what kinds of feelings i have okay second is self management emotional management that is that is problematic okay 
suppose i said i have a feeling of fear and i know that i have a feeling of fear because my body is trembling okay i can now sense that i have some fear inside me now how do i regulate this feeling manage this feeling if i am able to manage this feeling then i have emotional intelligence okay and as i said as many people do not really understand what their emotions are many people do not really know how to regulate their emotions okay the third is empathy this is interesting empathy what is empathy empathy means sensing others emotions okay self awareness means knowing my own emotions and empathy means sensing others emotions okay that i'll i'll explain after some time if you don't mind okay and let me share a good news that women are good at empathy it is said okay but let me tell you again a good news that men are good at self regulation <laughs> it is a guess i mean it is not my personal opinion okay it is said men can men can control their emotions okay but women can sense what other people are feeling more intelligent okay we so we are uh, having different capacities okay and now what is the fourth aspect fourth aspect is uh, social skills social skills let me enumerate them now one self awareness second self management third empathy and fourth social skills okay now neuroscience says that our human brain has some capacity to sense what the other person is feeling okay maybe through non verbal uh, signals or through vocal signals voice as i said last time okay so our human brain has this capacity to sense what the other person is feeling so human brain is evolved but i don't think it is completely evolved why because you know uh, it is said that even plants have feelings 
even trees. Can we? Okay. Let me continue. Okay. <coughs> I have own. I have my own backup system. <coughs> Thank you. Now, I don't think that the human brain is completely evolved because when women, though they are good at sensing emotions, they are not emotional while cutting vegetables. Isn't it? And men are not emotional while cutting chicken or killing animals. We don't think that even they must be having their families. Am I right? But at least, as human beings, we should be able to sense what other human beings are feeling. Forget about plants and animals. Okay? Anyhow, this world is um, anthropocentric, man-centered. So we think whatever is good for man is good for all animals and good for this universe. Okay? But let us try to understand that at least we should be able to know what the other person is feeling. Now you could ask me, why should we care for others' feelings at all? You know, that could be a question. Suppose if you are bored and if that is a true feeling, I would say, why should I care for your boredom? You know, I have to continue. You understand this? See, in our brain, there is mirror neuron system. Mirror neuron system. What does this mean? If I enter this classroom and if I throw a smile at you, naturally you smile back. Why? not for following manners and etiquettes. That is a natural response. That is a natural response. Emotions are contagious. Emotions are infectious. You know, if I am happy, then I have my own circle of happiness and you are influenced by it. Okay? If you are unhappy and if your circle of influence is strong enough, you could make me unhappy. Emotions are contagious. So if we are working in a workplace and if one colleague is unhappy, sad, fearful, jealous, whatever, that affects me. To understand this, that affects me. So we don't live our individual life, we live a social life. 
okay suppose if i am sitting in the himalaya maybe meditating i don't have to care for what other people are feeling now okay but if we wish to live a social life we have to know what the other person feels and we have to take care of what the other person feels our life is interdependent our emotional life is interdependent that is why we need emotional intelligence so we should know what our feelings are we should know how to manage these feelings you know if we have positive feelings there is no need to manage if we are you know so much excited and dancing uh, in the street then you know that could be problematic if i am dancing in the room alone then no problem if i am singing in the room uh, with joy no problem but if i am creating noise pollution somewhere then it could be problematic so if we have positive emotions there is no or less need of managing them but we have disruptive emotions negative as we call them emotions and unless we manage them we cannot be in a balanced state of mind okay so if i am afraid i cannot be normal okay so for resilience what is resilience resilience is coming back to normalcy a restoration of balance okay so for resilience we should know how to regulate our feelings and emotions okay and that is why we should take care of others emotions as well so we should have empathy now i distinguish between empathy and sympathy sympathy is co-experience okay if we are in the same environment okay suppose if my relative passes away and if you are my relative what kind of feeling do you have sympathy if my relative passes away and you are not my relative but maybe you are my remote friend not even close friend what kind of feeling do you have empathy okay okay <coughs> we'll be discussing this further with yes please now uh, this is a modification of the earlier model eq uh, 2.0 model eq is emotional quotient now what is the difference between emotional intelligence and emotional quotient emotional intelligence is our innate capacity okay 
to have the emotions to know the emotions to regulate the emotions to know the other emotions okay and to be emotionally connected that is our innate capacity and eq emotional quotient is a measurement of that capacity okay so you may have a high eq emotional quotient or a low eq okay now here some new things are added stress management decision making now what is stress i think you had a lecture or you are going to have a lecture i don't know on stress management you had it no don't be stressful you will be having it okay. you know one american health psychologist or stumbled upon a very surprising conclusion she was a health psychologist a very young psychologist and she researched on stress and the effect of stress on human life or human body okay and what did she find in america thousands of people died of massive heart attack even in india people die of heart attacks okay and she researched why people died of heart attack she found that all of them had some degree of stress mental stress okay now what she was surprised to know was this she found that people who believed that mental stress is dangerous for their life they died of heart attack let me repeat this she found that people who believed that mental stress is dangerous for their health they died of heart attack and people who believe that mental stress is not dangerous for their life they survived <laughs> this is interesting isn't it you know all our life we are going to have stress we could never have stress free life we have to first understand this isn't it the way we are our civilization has shaped our life you know stress has entered in the process of our civilization you know we have complicated aspirations that is why stress is going to be there so we have to know that we can never have a stress free life but we can have a stress friendly life 
half she found that stress has a positive purpose in our life i know you are very curious to know what this positive purpose is she found because people have stress in their life people develop relations with others for sharing so when do you remember your friends when you are happy satisfied in your life or unhappy in some emotional crisis you know you have a list of friends when you are unhappy when you are happy you are happy alone you know this is natural isn't it so she found that mental stress has a very positive purpose in our social life that because of stress we have maintained our social life do you understand this so stress is not problematic we make it problematic okay next i am running short of time so i'll you know this is again a modification of the earlier model i will not explain it because i have to jump to other things now come to our workplace this is our workplace i said i said that we are in a better workplace but our better workplace is not good enough am i right or now you visualize your own workplace and see the components who is problematic for you students no parents no others don't know <laughs> teaching faculty how many of you say yes see the main problem our work environment becomes disruptive is the colleagues including ourselves not excluding ourselves why because the other person thinks he is the source of problem and i think no i'm i'm okay i'm all right i have no problem with myself but yes you are the source of problem isn't it we have this blame game okay and the topmost i will not talk anything about this <laughs> because 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 you have empathy and you can sense my feelings <laughs> no explanation necessary absolutely okay but let me tell you what are the uh, aspects of our work environment see we have two kinds of work environment one person centered 
second system centered what kind of work environment do we have person centered if the person is changed the environment changes if the person is absent the environment changes if the person is present the environment changes person centered okay this is a traditional work environment in the corporate you do not have person centered work environment person is not important system infosys for instance you know maybe the person who founded got out of it okay it might have had some effects but it has not you know collapsed the work environment steve jobs you know he was driven out of his own company am i right system centered so modern work environment is system centered but traditional work environment is person centered and if a person centered environment is there we work for the person not for the system am i right our work behavior is shaped by what the person thinks of me and you would find many appeasement techniques appeasement pleasing the higher authorities so why do i work not for money not for my own enjoyment but just for pleasing and keeping the higher authorities happy that is inhuman am i right person centered and system centered second second principle of work environment and that is exploitative work environment and exploratory work environment what is your experience suppose you have certain skill in you and you display that you have this skill what happens all people exploit your skill and there comes a moment you when you feel frustrated because you are punished for having certain skills by overload of work you are not rewarded for it am i all of you agree with me some people are not saying yes <laughs> do you get it exploratory what is exploratory the system or the organization we are in is interested in exploring what talents you have what skills you have and how they could be fairly used for the uh, betterment of the institution fairly without doing injustice to that particular individual you understand 
this exploratory work environment believes in empowerment of the individuals not the exploitation of the individuals what do we usually hear usually we hear that you are paid for this so you have to do this we have to remind them that no we are paid but payment is not the only reward we expect we expect respect recognition for whatever we do so service is for payment contribution is the result of exploration so do we contribute or do we perform the duties because duties are assigned externally isn't it duties are assigned externally contribution is that you choose out of your choice yes in this area i can contribute and i'll have i'll be happy to contribute okay the third thing you find in work environment is abundance mentality and the poverty mentality what is abundance mentality it is the respect for all okay it is the respect for all it is love for all it is empathy for all poverty mentality it is the respect for the chosen few disrespect for the excluded ones is that clear poverty mentality and abundance mentality third is professional the next is professionalism last time as well i told you that we are professors but not professionals why look at our professional behavior who are our friends in the workplace those who are similar to us in some respect they belong to my own caste they belong to my own area they belong to my own age they belong to my own language they belong to my own interests you understand this and we form a group and those who do not belong to whatever i think is mine are the excluded subhumans is that clear professionalism is not this professionalism believes in difference maybe i have some linguistic skills okay but this woman has mathematical skills and i should not be jealous of her for that because mathematical skills are also necessary for the organizational development some people have people skills they are very outgoing they go along with people very well and they are necessary 
so diversity and not conformity and you know what is the motto of today's world today's world believes in the presence of difference today's world believes in the presence of difference and you would find an indian becoming a prime minister somewhere okay why difference is respected do we respect difference at workplace or do we respect similarity okay you know we do not have a symbiotic relationship with our colleagues symbiotic okay difference is respected i hate that colleague because he is just not like me okay and may you know many times what is my problem why the world is not like me why this person does not think like me why this woman does not feel like me isn't it that is our main problem because we don't have empathy we have ego okay so self centered work environment and principle centered work environment and principle i mean p r i n c i p l e you get it next please we have one more thing high trust work environment and low trust work environment let me ask you you are away from work, uh, your workplace don't you have this fear in your mind that something must be cooking against me at my workplace isn't it do you experience this somebody might be doing something wrong with me in my absence low trust work environment you do not trust your work environment how would you display your emotions there you understand high trust work environment you can be true to yourself and you can be true to others as well okay i have talked about um, many of these okay so i won't spend much of my time here next please okay suppose we do not have emotional intelligence what will happen first try to understand what will happen if i have emotional intelligence see if i am self aware i can understand my own feelings i can understand others feelings as well okay if i have some negative or disruptive feelings in me i can control them at the workplace 
I can control them at the workplace. It will be beneficial. You know, you must have you must have observed that many people act emotionally at the workplace, isn't it? So if they are angry, they are angry. After some time, they are cool. But you are not cool. Why? Because that person has angered you. Isn't it? That person has triggered your anger. And now that person feels guilty. You know, I, I was wrong, I know, but I did not understand why I said that. Isn't it? And now you are angry when, when that person is confessing. You, you understand this? We act emotionally. We don't act professionally. I always say, we can be friends outside, but we have to be friendly at the workplace. Being a friend is a personal choice, is a personal preference. You know, you could be anybody's friend outside the campus, but inside, if he or she is not your friend, does not mean that he or she is necessarily your enemy. Isn't it? We don't understand this. And see why, what happens? We have two kinds of environment again. Collaborative and competitive. Competitive environment is egoistic, self-centered. You know, I want to promote myself in this organization. I want to benefit myself in this organization at the cost of others. Do you understand this? Collaborative? Well, I have my personal goals. My personal goals are aligned to the goals of the institution. My personal goals are aligned to the goals of my institution. And they are also aligned to the goals of my colleagues. So there is harmony, harmony of goals and you have collaboration. Competition is dangerous. Competition is running ahead of others. And many people try, you know, in this way that other people should not run at all. So there is no question of, you know, um, getting defeated in the competition. Competition believes in win-lose principle. I will win, you have to lose. Collaboration believes in win-win principle. I will win, no doubt, but not by defeating you. You also can win at the same time. Okay? Let me give you an example. Suppose you are teaching cycling to your own child. Okay? You are also cycling. You have the capacity to cycle faster, pedal the cycle, bicycle faster. But do you pedal faster than the child? Because you believe that sometimes losing is winning. <coughs> losing is 
this is collaboration. Do we collaborate in the workplace or do we compete in the workplace? Okay? So emotional intelligence helps you collaborate. And poor intelligence, poor emotional intelligence triggers you to compete. Okay? Next please. If you have emotional intelligence, what are the benefits? You have improved communication. I had already talked about communication skills. Now, just recall that. Suppose you are angry with somebody in the workplace. You are disappointed with somebody at the workplace. And you want to express that. How would you? Because without expressing that anger, you can't be normal. You know, anger, if you look at the psychology of anger or the neuroscience of anger, that hurts you more than the person you are aiming your anger at. Okay? Anger hurts you more than you are hurting somebody with anger. Because it is aroused inside you. So how do you express your disruptive emotions at the workplace? For this you need communication skills. Suppose you express your anger without getting angry, is it possible? Suppose this, I'm not, I'm just giving an example. This participant went out, came back and then sat in his chair and that disrupted this place. I was distracted. Okay, and now I'm angry. I'm not, but just believe. Now I am angry and unless I express my anger, I cannot deliver my talk further. What would I do? If I am good at communication skills, I would say, now are you comfortable now? Because I want to say that you made me uncomfortable by your undesired moments. See, he is not hurt, but I have expressed what I wanted to. That is why your tone matters. Vocal expression matters. See, what happens when you are angry? The pitch of your voice is high. The words are not really chosen. Do you choose words while fighting? No. We have an oral diarrhea, isn't it? <laughs> we say whatever we want to say. Do we choose our words while expressing negative feelings? Suppose you want to criticize your colleague. Your colleague is always late for his lecture and unfortunately you are the head of the department. And he 
makes it you know um, certain that you lose head every day okay what do you do how would you express your displeasure you want to criticize the best way is to criticize the act and not the person criticize the misbehavior and not the person because there could be different reasons for being late which you are not aware of you are just observing one behavior which is visible okay but the intentions are invisible okay but you think that because you are the head of the department he comes late is that clear suppose if you try this my dear friend at least call him my dear friend okay my dear friend i know when you enter the classroom you teach very well the only thing is you enter the classroom very late and that is why students miss the opportunity to listen to you more <laughs> what will happen he will be surprised you know and he will not know how to react you know i said mirror neuron system if you are in an attacking position then the other person takes the defensive position natural natural but if you take the attacking position and abruptly abruptly you become very very um informal positive the other person will not know how to react to this isn't it so you should surprise your colleagues with your good behavior sometimes you know unexpected courtesies okay so better communication skills less workforce force conflict and the best thing about the conflict is to avoid it okay if you win it you lose your colleague if you lose it you lose your own confidence and self respect the best thing is to avoid it okay better problem solving skills when we are emotional we cannot analyze the problem objectively we take the problem personally and then we have a different perception of problem okay i said that person comes late that is a problem for me because as the head of the department i have to take care of this but i don't know how to solve it i take it personally and the other person also takes it personally and then you have ego conflicts okay 
effective leadership skills and i don't believe in traditional leadership traditional leadership is imposed externally if somebody is appointed as a leader he has to act as a leader isn't it we have to lead without title robin sharma's book you must have read lead without title robin sharma once asked a janitor a sweeper in south africa <coughs> he was cleaning the toilets robin sharma had sharma happened to go there and he you know he observed that this sweeper was sweeping the washroom so clean so passionately so um, positively that robin sharma found one one person who was leading without title and he asked him you know why are you so much involved in this activity after all this is cleaning but you have a clean attitude it seems and he responded no i love this job you understand this in our traditional work environment leadership is imposed it is a position and not a disposition disposition our temperament leadership is a disposition not a position next please next please okay now how to manage our emotions there are certain strategies if you have disruptive emotions in you first accept that you have that those disruptive emotions in you okay then how to manage them cognitive strategies first challenging your thoughts or letting them go the first thing is you have to think what the problem is what uh, is the reason this feeling is triggered this emotion is aroused okay analysis physical strategies meditation yoga and there are many breathing exercises all of you already do them but you must have found that even yogis have stress you know and mental problems so this should you know uh, boost our confidence if yogis have mental problems we are not yogis so we have real human feelings whether positive or negative doesn't matter okay withdrawal going away from that place you would find two kinds of people around you one those who energize you okay those who transmit positive energy and two those who discharge you emotionally what would you do 
if possible stay away from them okay if not possible if you are discharged go to the another person who has that positive energy and get yourself charged again okay pleasurable activities if you are sad you should not you know sit thinking about the reasons which made you sad instead you should involve yourself in some activities which you really like okay emotional dialogue venting for emotional ventilation you must have at least one person with whom you can share your true feelings it could be uh, your wife or husband or children or your friend with whom you could be very very loyal because if you suppress them what will happen they would affect you negatively and many times this happens we have so many deceptive feelings at workplace that when we enter our home we are not at home and we infect our family members with our own mood does that happen and if we are working for our family and if our family is working for us and if nothing is working for us what is the use of work is that clear indirect tension relaxant is doing what you like and direct medication i hope you don't need this and you won't need this all your life okay next please there are three be- behavior patterns in the workplace one passive or submissive see emotional intelligence does not mean being nice with everybody it is not possible otherwise you will not be nice with yourself okay emotional intelligence does not mean being nice with everybody okay there are three kinds of people who are submissive who accept what the other person says okay they believe in lose win you win i lose okay assertive this should be our behavior pattern you win no matter but i will not lose i win you win assertive you are right i am not wrong i accept you are right you have the right to be right but let me tell you i am not wrong aggressive you lose i win you are wrong i am right you understand we have to be in the middle assertive this is interesting this is called emotional dissonance you know in the beginning of my lecture i asked you how many of you are happy you said all of you are happy you have 
you know different feelings really but you display some different feelings <coughs> you know one person could say why should i be happy i am here to complete my course you go talk anything you want to i'll sit here unaffected and you go away i don't care at all that is my true feeling but then i raise my hand and say oh i'm very happy to listen to you <laughs> this is emotional disloyalty and we practice this at workplace on daily basis i know i hate this i'm not you i i hate this colleague but i don't know you you are my close friend but i know I, how to close you <laughs> this is hypocrisy emotional hypocrisy which is which is very very dangerous for your own emotional life instead of we can be assertive we can manage our tone and express our feelings true feelings okay we can be you know expressing our negative feelings without hurting the people that is possible next please last feel relaxed this is the last slide stop this is a quick remedy for you if you have a disruptive emotions stop for 6 seconds don't act wait for some time it will come and go take a break now what is the reason for this you know our respiration is closely connected with our mind our respiration system is closely connected with our mind that is why when you are angry you breathe faster when you are calm you breathe slowly you directly cannot control your mind okay but if you control your breathing process you can calm down your mind so if you are if you are driving a car what do you do you directly you directly cannot control your mind control your car okay what do you do then you control one wheel and it controls all four wheels okay breath plays that role observe observe yourself what am i thinking what am i reacting to what am i feeling in my body self awareness pull back if this is going to you know disrupt the situation more the work environment more you have to withdraw pull back and last practice all this practice all this if my lecture has 
brought your heart and brain together then let us be together thank you any question i'm sorry i took much of your time ahead of your schedule